All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your In a scoreless game, Steelers will start, and Ben Roethlisberger becomes the all-time Steeler oh, by wow. stepping onto the field in this instance. He beat Webby. Yep, 221 games. Yeah, Webby Amazing. was 220 games for the Steelers, and now Ben Roethlisberger took over the record. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Good morning, everybody. How are you? What a weekend. Wow. What's 3-0? and Chalooch. 3-0. How about it? Did we have a great time yesterday at Heinz Field? Oh, man, we had a great time. And Ben Roethlisberger took over for Webby. Uh, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me ask you something, okay? Because these are all the storylines. We start off with Big Ben walking out there for number 221. Right. We also got Dave DeCastro back in the house. Right. Third guard in three weeks to make a start at that right guard spot. Right. That's a big story. We also got Eric, just keep watching Ebron, prove Mike Tomlin prescient. He comes along with a big game. Or how about James Conner? Back in the saddle, getting it done on a consistent basis. We also have the Watt Brothers family reunion. I mean, Gad Zook's man, Mike Hilton, is making a play for defensive MVP, maybe, right? right? And not to look at, overlook anything, that defense, the difference between the first half and the second half, Chaluch, we got a... We got a, a, a smorgasbord. They stopped the run. Oh, we got a smorgasbord of topics here. So yeah, whatever they, you want to talk they, about. They stopped the run 29 yards. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that uh, their gap control, physical, uh, intense, and uh, I, I, How I like How exciting it. was, I mean, first of all, you got, as we talked about, all right, Ben Roethlisberger comes out and he surpasses a guy you and I played many years yeah, with. Yeah, Webby. And we were so blessed to be a brother with this guy. How much uh, he loved the Lord and what a great man he was. Right. And, you know, you just look at that and you go, you know, it's a little tough to see it fall. Right. Because he was Iron Mike, and I love the words that Ben spoke in the press. Mm. He said, they're not going to call me Iron Ben or anything. There's only one Iron Mike. There's yeah. only one guy that, you know, he said, for me just to be in the same class with him says is, is just such a, uh, you know, a blessing for him. Yeah. And I, I was really impressed with that. Right. And, and uh, I was impressed with that, too. Uh, Mike Webster from Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Tomahawk. Yeah. Yeah, the mighty Tomahawk. Yeah, and— 
And I remember visiting him up there one time, and uh, on my way, actually, when I was going to Minnesota. You stopped by and saw yeah, him? Yeah, I saw him and, and Pam and the kids and everything like that, yeah. and it was it was funny, man. He, you know, he was he was rollerblading up there. Right. You know, it was like crazy. I was like, going, is that the new way to train? <laughs> I think he had a couple of pretty good falls, though. Uh, you know, I <laughs> you love rollerblading. I, roll, I love rollerblading. Do you rollerblade? Yeah. Ah, see. No, I, I haven't rollerbladed okay. in a while. Well, if you come off the mountain. But when the kids were rollerblading, <laughs> I rollerbladed with them. Could you see you coming down the mountain? Yeah. Look out! <laughs> That would be bad. Yeah. That would be bad. All right. So we got Big Ben uh, surpassing. And and really, what a a great career thus far we've seen from him. Uh, With his TD pass uh, to uh, Eric Ebron, that's his 51st different player he's thrown a TD pass to. Yeah. That's a lot of people throwing TD passes. And this is his 18th year. 18th year, no doubt about it. It also was his 119th multi-TD pass. Right. Passing game, I'm sorry. Think about that because he had a, what, a couple of pass, TD passes there. He's 147 and 41 and 1 as a starter. That's his record. Wow. Man, he's won a lot of games for the Steelers. That's, you know, I don't know, my math is so bad, but that's almost three quarters or is three quarters, something like that. And two Super Bowls and yeah. uh, three Super Bowl appearances, two appearance. wins. Yeah. Uh, and he's also got an 81 27 record at Heinz Field now yeah. with that win. So, I, you know, hats off to Big Ben. You know, salutations, brother. It's great that, uh, yeah. you know, at 221, you're looking fabulous. Yeah. You're looking fine. So. That's one of the big stories, and I, you know, I'm just, I'm glad. It's first of all, when you break a record like Iron Mike's record, right. it's great to do it at home, even yeah. though there's no fans. But at the same time, you know, the fact is, do it with a win. I think the fans would have cheered uh, as uh, you know, public address uh, announcer uh, right. Paul Richard would say. Now Ben has eclipsed. Uh, Mike Webster in 221 games. It would have been great. Larry would have just gone, now, ladies and gentlemen at Heinz Field. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do Larry Richard. Yeah. Only Larry Richard can do Larry yeah. Richard. All right. But, you know, with um with Ben, uh, that was uh, – there was also a little bit of rust there too. Right. You know what I mean? Some of the – some of the stuff going on there, he's still knocking off the rust a little bit. You know, the, some of the overthrows early. It's the early. third preseason game. That's it. That's it. Thank you very much. What I like is, you know, and to use, again, another Tomlinism, is the fact that there's a lot of meat on the bone yet for this offense. Right. To be able to uh, chew up. And, and they're and running the ball well. They are. Right. Yeah. No question about it. I mean, you take a look at the fact that you got uh, James Conner. Yeah, comes back and there's 169 yards rushing. He's had back-to-back 100-yard games. Benny Snell had a 100-yard game, obviously. Um, and here's another little subtext. I really enjoyed Mike Tomlin putting the ball in Benny Snell's hands late in the game. Right, had a couple of carries in late in the fourth quarter. He gave Benny the opportunity to break that nasty string of two fourth-quarter fumble Fumbles. games. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's important. Do you not? Yeah, I, I think the, he's got more confidence now. Uh, and I think uh, uh, Mike Tomlin's building him back up. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, that's... That's a, important because, yeah. again, Benny's probably going to be needed before right. the end of the season's yeah. over. Uh, you know, because James has had some issues with injuries. 
I mean, it's something that you don't want Benny to sit there and, and marinate in the fact, well, I've had a couple of fourth-quarter fumble games, and now I'm sitting on the bench not getting the rock at all. No, you want him to be involved and work his way out of that I funk. think I think that Anthony McFarlane, uh, with uh, 42 yards rushing on six carries, seven uh, yards. You've, you've loved this guy since day one. I know. I loved him. Uh, Fast. He showed that speed getting to the corner. Jump cut and uh, great vision. Uh, plays low, plays physical, and uh, can outrun guys. He certainly can. I thought at that one run he had, he turned the corner, and I thought he could have. I thought maybe he's going to get the edge. He didn't, of course, but um, that speed, I think that's going to be something that really comes into play in the future. Yeah. And uh, I think this young man, it's interesting. It's the third game. And they kind of unwrapped him a little bit. Right. And I wonder just how much he's going to figure in. We've got now three guys, along with Jalen Samuels, who uh, had a carry. Uh, didn't go far. <laughs> he had a one-yarder. But, um, you know, the thing about it is uh, you got one, two, three, four backs. Right. All with their hand in the pile. Yeah. And uh, But then we lost one, Derek Watt. Right. And, of course, the— Der- uh, Derek Hammy. Uh, hammy. Yeah, yeah, he's got a little bit of a hammy going on there. Yeah. But uh, I did see, I was watching the game film, and I, I'm waiting for the coach's film to drop. It hasn't dropped yet. Yeah. But I'm, um, I did see it. It was uh, second and 10 at around the 12-minute mark of the second quarter. He uh, lined up as an H-back and whammed his brother. Right. TJ. Um, JJ. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, JJ. Uh, I will say this. It was... It was not an overly vicious block. Right. <laughs> uh, it was a brother-to-brother block, but he got his brother, blocked him, and uh, got some positive yardage out of it. But that's got to be a tough thing. Right. I mean, I'm trying to think, how what have I, what have I uh, really hit my brother Ronnie? Yeah. You know? I don't know. That's that's hard. You wouldn't you wouldn't take a cheap shot. That's for yeah. sure. You know, I blocked Ronnie in the Pro Bowl. Did you on on special teams? Did you go after him hard? Did you? I went after him hard. <laughs> did you? Yeah. How'd he do? He did good. Yeah. What do you mean? He mean like he, uh, he stayed I, on his feet, or well, you know, we or did you mulch him? <laughs> we we had a very big impact and uh, stopped. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you slap afterwards? Yeah, yeah. I, I hugged him. Mm-hmm. I hugged him. He, he, Ronnie's such a great guy. What are you going to do, man? Yeah, Ronnie's such a great guy. That's a brotherhood. Yeah. It's hard. But yeah. I, it was fun to see Derek take that shot at right. JJ. Yeah. Um, that's just another big story. And, of course, uh, we're going to have our game balls. And if you want to get in the conversation and tell us what your – who would you give those game balls to? And it's 412-919-1316. J.J. didn't have a sack. No, he didn't. Yeah. Now, T.J. had one. Yeah, T.J. had one. That was a blow-up sack, yeah, too. And, uh, that um, was a very timely sack. That was yeah, important. And uh, um, J.J. did not have a sack, and Chooks did well against him. I thought and, right and, now, that's what I've seen thus far, did you watch your replay of the game yet? Yeah, I, I started okay, watching Okay, so you started watching it. Yeah. I, I saw, like, the first half. And Chooks, I thought, played well. Yeah. You know, obviously, David DeCastro played very well again. Um, when I say again, reclaiming some of that Pro Bowl form, which I think was was great to have there. Right. Absolutely. But, you know, uh, for Chooks, I just think that's a great resource to have. Um, you got two Pro Bowlers right now, you know, to your left there. That's a pretty good resource to have. Pounce and uh, yes, DeCastro. DeCastro. But I thought uh, Chooks, again, looked very good. 
Do you watch him? Do you yeah, see his hand? Yeah. yeah. I wish he'd keep his hands up, though. Right, yeah. You know what he, I mean? That's he carries his hands low. Too low. Too yeah. low. But to each his own, and yeah. he's going to have to learn. But certainly I would say that uh, as you look at this offensive line and well that they did, it's certainly, um, in my mind, I thought uh, they played very, very well. Uh, you know, I mean, you get 387 total yards. You get 169 yards rushing. Right. Uh, they only gave up a couple sacks. And then that voracious defense, the difference from the first half, Chaluch, to the second half, I mean, you're looking at uh, five sacks, 12 hits. They are hitting quarterbacks left and right. Right. I mean, think about it. You got 20-some, I think, I, I 20 think, hits in the first game. Do they have 15 sacks now? Yeah, they got 15 sacks. In three games, you've got probably, uh, what, close to 50 quarterback hurries or hits. Right. That's like 65 total. I, get Zooks, man. That's a lot of going after the quarterback and getting after it. And when you look at a guy that's 150 worth $156 million, like Deshaun Watson. Mm. Yeah, um, and so Stephon Tewitt had a sack. J.J. Watt had a sack. Uh, Devin Bush had a half a sack. Uh, Bud Dupree had one and a half sacks, and that's five sacks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, looking at it, I, I you know, I, I think that they, they, the difference again. And I'm anxious to get the coaches' film so that I can see a little bit better of what they did between the first and second half. I know that they changed their rush lanes. Yeah, I know that they changed some Since of their they blitz. Stunted. They, they stunned. They did twists. Yes, and I and I, I thought they'd just do it on like the third nineteens that they pulled, but they did it more often than I thought and changed it up. And also, the coverages changed too. So it'll be fun to see, and I'm looking forward to you know watching the uh, end zone film. Twelve quarterback hurries. Twelve, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And again, think about it, Chaluch. They had twelve this week. They had nineteen last week. They had, I think, close to twenty in the first game of the Giants. Somewhere between, you know, it was double digits, but somewhere between 15 and 20 yeah. quarterback hurries or hits. Uh, there's people getting home and getting after it. Right. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, we're, I'm we're, excited about who's it, Who's your too. first game ball? Uh, you know, offense or defense? We're going to go offense. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go uh, James Conner. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, he's rushed for over 100 yards, and uh, he looked great, and he's got a uh, – he had a touchdown – and um, and he also had four catches for 40 yards. All right. Well, mine's Big Ben. Went over 221 and conducted the best defense is a good offense at the appropriate time in the right. second half. So. Yeah, but, you know, you could go with Ben every game. I know it, but the fact that uh, he broke Mike's record was kind of special. He, well, uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with your calls. Uh, the are phone they stacking are, up? The phone lines like are lighting up. Chalooch. Like Cordwood. <laughs> He's Wolf. I'm Touch. You're in a locker room. We'll be back after this. Now I felt so good, it never felt so right And we blow 
did some really good things tonight. Um, you know, we still lacked in some areas, but, um, you know, I missed a couple deep balls, overthrew a couple guys here and there. But what I think I was most proud of was the way that guys stepped up. Right? Deontay goes down and um, James Washington, Juju, Chase Claypool basically have to play all three positions. They're bouncing around and we're moving them and doing things. Um, I told each one of them after the game just how proud I was that those guys um, stepped up and, and did what they did because it wasn't easy to, to, to be in their shoes tonight. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Well, that was Ben Roethlisberger talking about yesterday when Deontay right. went down yeah. and how the other guys stepped up. And this is the reason I gave my game ball was, number one, it was 221. That's yeah. very important. It was Mike Webster, who you and I love so dearly. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, k- kudos to Ben and stepping up in really legendary Hall of Fame status within the Steelers right. organization. And uh, the and other thing was, and I got to tell you, you know, two fourth-quarter drives almost, totaling almost – 12 minutes of right. the 15-minute quarter. Yeah. Chaluch, that's that's big time taking the ball out of Deshaun Watson's hands. Yeah. The $156 million man. That's a lot of cheddar, 156 That's a lot of cheddar, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm giving him my game ball. He orchestrated two fourth-quarter drives to get the job done. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm going to give my game ball to Eric Ebron. He uh, came up uh, – uh, well, with a he great did indeed, game, did yeah, he not? Yeah, yeah, he's got a touchdown, uh, five receptions, fifty-two yards, and uh, you know he was uh, clutch. You know, you, you look at that, and he he spreads Ebron way to the right, and then he's throwing a fade to him. Yeah, I'm like, wow, and you were like going, you were pointing, you were like yeah. going, you know, look, because it, it it looked like they might go to him, and right. I'm like. Okay, you really spread a tight end wide and throw a fade, but he did. That was really something. Yeah, I said, uh, you know, he's uh, in the slot. Exactly. He he went out. uh... And and what a great job to get there, get it done. Um, Eric Ebron, the the guy that uh, Mike Thomas said, keep watching. Well, we did keep watch, and he came through big. He had five catches, 52 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Vance McDonald had three catches for 39 yards. Uh, altogether, those guys did 35 some, yards. You know, that's for the sake of journalistic integrity. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So uh, the fact of the matter is uh, those two guys really, they did a fine job. Right. We needed that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, you know, the, we had uh, three tight ends uh, at a time, two tight ends at a time. And, uh, you know, well, we Gerald Hawkins ball. played the power yeah, tight end. Right. Yeah. How about Hawk? Yeah. It was nice to see him out there. I wish we could say hi to him. Yeah. You can't even say hi to him. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room. Hey, what's going on, you two old folks? It's CR sitting there in Chicago. How the heck are you this morning, man? Where are you at? You got some background no- noises going on there, CR. Yeah, uh, let me go find a spot here real quick. I'll be right back here. I'm on. Um, what I'm doing is um, I'm down the hall here. I'm uh, I'm out voting this morning, man. Oh, I'm all right. At the courthouse. So I'm going to get my voting in kind of early so I just stepped out of line for a second. But uh, I am so excited about what's going on here, guys. 
it's a privilege and a pleasure to talk to you guys this morning. Well, it's uh, a pleasure. It was an exciting weekend, that's a, for sure. Yeah, it's a, an exciting Sunday and uh, Victory Monday, 3-0. and uh, When was the last time they were 3-0? 2010? 2010. Yeah, Some years yeah, ago. Uh, about 10 years ago. And the last time they were 3-0, three and, three and oh, they went all the way. So, uh, But that's down the road. Yeah. Right now, uh, I need to hurry up because I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> let's go with game balls. Okay, game balls. One. I'm going to give one to, uh, to Ben for his leadership. Right. Two, I'm going to give one to. Oh, we lost you. He dropped. All right. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, CR. All right, we had uh, we had uh, a technical uh, problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So call back, CR, if you want. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah. And um, you're in Chicago. You're voting. And it's, what is it? What do they always say about voting in Chicago? Uh, vote early. Vote early and vote <laughs> often. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's what they, they say about Chicago. <laughs> vote early, vote often. Exactly. All well, right, let's go to Ed in Cleveland. Ed, uh, welcome to the locker room, brother. How you doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Good, Ed. Uh, great, great win. Great win yesterday. I loved it. I mean, enjoy, enjoyed the game race. Uh, I just got, I got one game ball, and it's, it's not to the offense nor to the defense, but it's to my direct TV technician. Yesterday, oh. I start watching. I, I start listen to my story here. Well, okay. I start watching the game. We get the ball, and and, and I, I got the NFL package and all that. And I watch the game. The Steelers go three and out. We get the ball, and uh, uh, Steelers come down the field. And right before we're getting ready, either whatever we did, kick the field goal. My TV just goes blank. I see nothing. No. Hurry up! I called the I, I called Direct TV right away. I'm on the phone with them for 54 minutes. I'm watching the Browns game because that's the locally televised game, and I have to watch some of that. And uh, me and me and my my son's godfather are sitting there. We're watching the game. We're going crazy. We can't. We don't know what's going on. We see we kick the field goal at the end. 54 minutes later, we get the game back on just before the half. And I don't know if you noticed, know but the Steelers turned it up in the second half, and that's when it came. Yes. So that's why I'm going to give the direct TV guy the thing because he got me back into the game <laughs> watching the game again. You know Mojination when you see Mojination. Yeah, that's what, that, that's what I was going with. So that's why I want to give the game ball to the direct TV technician who got me plugged back in. I love that. Happy at, we had. Oh, my God. What a great game. I didn't have much other than just to say it's a great game and, you know, Give the deck direct TV guy a little bit of a prop. So thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. Sounds good, Ed. Good thanks, Ed. Bye. Thanks for checking uh, in. You know, um, that's uh, game balls. Yeah, how about that? When you're in Cleveland, you know, you're over there and by the mistake on the lake. Yeah. And Ed has to give one to the direct TV guy because he got him. It took, you know, the, kudos to Ed. 54 yeah. minutes on the on the line. I don't know that I would have that kind of patience. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't think I would have had nah, that kind of patience. It would be a little bit tough. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, I, uh, I I like the fact uh, you go James Conner because right. if I had to go pick a second guy offensively, I gotta I gotta pick James. I mean that's another 109 yard game. Was it 18 carries? Yeah. Average 6.1 yards. How about when he scored? I loved him following the anchor on some of those either six traps or the counter tray. You know when they'd run Vance McDonald as the trail guy yeah, behind him. Yeah, that- Vance. He just smacked some people. He hooked the guys, and uh, he got on the second level very well. It was tremendous yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. stuff he does there. You know, I and mean, with- 
I want to give the, the the offensive line and the tight ends uh, the game ball too because they only gave up two sacks and 169 yards rushing. Correct. Yeah, you know one one of the things uh, that uh, uh, Raleigh put in twenty bucks if we rushed over 150 yards <laughs> and no bucks. sacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I just thought it's funny because uh, I I do remember we had 150 yards and. The off we had a uh, a little kitty, yeah. you know. What I mean, for the offensive line party, yeah. so you had to throw in a buck a yard for a penalty. Yeah, and yeah. if you gave, you up, gave a up a sack, sack it was ten, 10 bucks. bucks. Now you got to remember, this is circa nineteen eighty money. Yeah. All right, so it was, but uh, we had uh, the one year we had a pretty impressive pile of right. cash. Yeah. We, uh, was that eighty eight when we were yeah. five and eleven? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was bad year. All right, so that would be my second game ball. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, the phones. Juan in South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room, brother. How you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fabulous. Good. How you doing? Doing good. It's a victory Monday. Before I get started, guys, I want to say congratulations to all the Steelers to the um, Hall of Honor over the weekend. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, let's see. That's uh Run, run them off for me. You got Greg Lloyd. You got uh, Mike Wagner. Um, man, I can't think of the Troy rest. Palomalu. Oh, uh, Troy Palomalu. Oh, Troy Palomalu. Yeah, Troy Palomalu. That's an obvious one. Um, There's three. Dwight White. Oh, Dwight White. Dwight White. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's and, two um, more. Who are, we, who are we trying to remember here? Way to go, Juan. You sit, you're you supposed to have a list in front of you. If you're going to be a professional I know, caller. I know. All right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I should have had that in front of me. Plate. Yeah, I know I got a lot of stuff on my plate. And also, I want to say congratulations to Ben for passing the great late Mike Webster. Right. And also, Juju got, his, Juju got history yesterday. He's the fourth youngest with 3,000 yards and 20-plus touchdowns to start his career off. But congratulations to Juju. Yes. For that for that accomplishment. Okay, let's get to the game. So, um, game balls. I'm going to go with James on the offense. And also, I'm going to get one of Chooks because let's take a look at it. For the last three seasons, Chooks had Vaughn Miller. You can go back to last season. He had it against Aaron Donald. Yes, he had D.J. Watt. This guy, is, this guy is getting the job done. What you guys think about that? Yeah, he, you know, we're, he's getting the job done, and, uh, you know, he's playing well. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're fans of Chooks. No doubt about it. Yeah. And by the way, it was also you know, James Ferrier was one of the other guys on the Hall of Honor. Yeah. Yeah, James Ferrier, that was the other guy. Yeah. And also, and then on, and on defense, I'm going to go with TJ and um, Mike Hilton because um, the defense was giving up a, a lot of splash players to the um, Texans on big players, and Mike Hilton came out with the big interception. What you guys think about that? Mike Hilton is doing major disruptive right. work. I'm telling you what, this guy is making a play for being the early on, uh, a, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Steelers defensive MVP. Right. I mean, this guy is just doing some great stuff. Yeah, but uh, he gave up a touchdown yesterday. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. what? He also yeah. took one away. Yeah, stumbled. Yeah, he, yeah. and then also um, 
this Riri McLeod guy, I think before the season over with, this guy, he's going to take one to the house. Right. He's getting closer and closer. I think this guy is too fast for himself because he's stumbling. I think this guy's going to take one to the house. What do you guys think about that? I, I, you know, every time Ray Ray gets a ball, I hold my breath because I think it's going to be a, a, a big we're hoping. Return. We're hoping. That's for sure. Yeah, Juan, we're gonna have to roll on, brother. Sorry about that, but All right. we got to roll right. on here. No problem. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, man. All right. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. Owned a few others than me. I guess it's because I kind of changed my direction. Lord, I guess I went and broke their family tradition. Get on me, want to know Hank And Derek, JJ said that. Uh, you are actually the best all-around athlete of all three brothers. True, or is he just throwing you a bone? Do you want to also answer my follow-up? Darren, <laughs> best high school football player I've ever seen, hands down. I mean, we were, we did play in Wisconsin, so a lot of people hate on Wisconsin football competition, but Derek is hands down uh, the best high school football player I've seen. It's just a shame we don't have more highlight video. We didn't really take a ton of video and back in 2011. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. All right, welcome back for uh, the bell lap of the first hour here with Tunch and Wolf in the locker room, and that was TJ and Derek, was it not? Yes, it was. Okay, you know, I was really impressed. I read this from TJ, and he said this uh, after the game. He said, I just tried to, especially towards the end of the game there, to take a moment to be able to see the guy who I looked up to my whole life now playing football with my brother, JJ. Just to see him go to work on the football field with my own eyes is something that I will never forget. I'm truly grateful that I was able to share the field with my brothers today. You know, when That's JJ great. and TJ came out for the coin toss, that was a big moment. Right. I wish fans were in the stands to see that because yeah. that's so unusual. It's such an honor for the two of them to represent their teams, come together before a game, you know, as men, as captains of their respective teams for the coin right. toss. And what a special moment that would have been for, I'm sure, mom and pop, uh, you know, Watt. Yeah. That uh, to see two of their boys out there and then three eventually out there. And as I said, in the second quarter at uh, about the 10, 37 or 12 minute mark, somewhere in there, uh, second 10, uh, that was uh, in, that was on the McFarland carry. Actually, it was a uh, Derek, Derek that White. put a, a wham on uh, JJ. So yeah. fact of the matter is, it was a pretty cool moment, was it not? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they hugged each other uh, they did. after the as the you would. Toss. Absolutely. Yeah. That was very cool. It was very powerful. Yeah. Such a, a great moment. So that, you know, when you look at it, that was only the second time in, in 93 years in right. NFL history that you have three brothers together on the field. 
And I think it well, we did we did uh, last week at versus Buffalo. That was the first time. Trey uh, Terrell. Exactly. That was that's yeah. the first time. This is yeah. the second time. Yeah. And ninety three years. So I thought it was pretty significant, pretty special. And you got Trey Tremaine and uh, Terrell, uh, three of them. Tremaine, Terrell, and Trey. Uh, Trey. Yeah, exactly. So, and they, those guys are are uh, terrific. And I'm looking forward to uh, you know uh, again because we played yeah. the Bills this year. But uh, there's something special when a three-time NFL defensive MVP says hello to his little brother right. before a game. That's yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. So all right, if you uh, have a game ball, you want to present a game ball. The numbers. 412-919-1316. Let's go to the phones. Evan from Virginia. Evan, welcome to the locker room, brother. Yeah. Hello, Evan. Are you there? Hello? Hello. You there? Hey, you're breaking up, Evan. Hey, you have to call back and get another line, brother. Sorry about that. For whatever reasons, the lines are a little bit uh, testy this morning. All right, uh, let's go to Eddie from Virginia Beach. Eddie, welcome to the locker room. How you guys doing today? We're doing good, Eddie. How Great, you buddy. doing? I'm doing good. Oh man, I'm so upset with some of these Steeler fans right now, man. I mean, we're three and zero, and they still calling for and talking about how bad our DBs are this this year. <laughs> well. You know, you know, the thing about it is, hey, you know, you just laugh at it. Don't worry about it. Relax. Yeah, you know, and, they're just still getting their game and, together. And Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. I got another question for you guys. What's that? Do y'all know where the Pittsburgh Steelers got the name Steelers from? The uh, the steel uh, industry. No, it came from a little town called Pearl, Pennsylvania. From where? It was called the Pearl. Farrell, Pennsylvania, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. All right, Farrell. Yeah, where's that? Is that yeah. mid-state or out east? Up, mid, up by Newcastle. Oh. Up by Newcastle, yes. And we used to be called the Farrell Knight Riders, and then we became the Farrell Steelers. And I think the dad, Dan Rooney, heard about us and heard about how many state championships we had. And that's how the Pittsburgh Steelers became the Steelers. Wait a minute. So you're, you're telling me back in 1933 or thereabouts, you Farrell High School won how many state championships? Oh, uh, we won all together. We won nine state championships. And you had won how many of them by that time, so that you I would have been famous? <laughs> yes. Oh, Look it up. It's called, we are called Farrell Steelers. Okay. Well, I can remember also that the Steelers used to um, ship some used equipment to the member of the prison. Right. And they had a team there at the prison that was the Steelers, S-T-E-A-L-E-R-S. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, um, it was known, Farrell was known for um, the steel. Sharon Steel used to be called the Steel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. That's that, that That's great. Very good. That's great, Eddie. All right, now who would you give a game ball to? I would give the game ball to the coaches for turning around in the second half. Right. Making the adjustments that they needed to make for the defense. I thought it was significant just watching what they were able to do in that second half, and especially for Ben to be able to put together two fourth-quarter drives, eating up 12 minutes of the 15 minutes. You know, as they, as we used to say, the best defense is a good offense, and that truly – 
played out in the fourth quarter. Eddie, I want to agree with you. Mike Tomlin is a great coach. And, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin, uh, the, the guys love him. And they, he inspires them, and uh, he gives them energy. And when they came out for the third quarter, they came out with a lot of energy. Yes, they did. That's why I don't understand why a lot of these people still want to fire Mike Tomlin. Oh, you yeah. Know? That, you know, that's, that's crazy. That's Just crazy. crazy. He's a great coach. He is indeed. Yeah. Think about this. That defense got torched for 14 of 18 for 202 in the first half. Now you switch up coverages, you switch up some of your rush dynamics, and all of a sudden a team that would, uh, according to Bob Labriola on a conservative estimate, probably eight or so passes for 118 yards over the middle into the zones. Yeah. And you change that up and look at the great job they did in the second half. Uh, right. The four drives that Houston had was punt, punt, interception, punt. Yeah, yeah. But whenever you guys get a chance, look it up. There's some great history. All right. Feral Steelers. Okay. Yeah. All right, Fer- yeah. All right, Eddie. We're going to look up the Feral Steelers. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, my friend. Appreciate it. Okay, moving right along. All right. Let's go to Greg in Richmond. Greg, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Doing good. How are you? Uh, I got a couple game balls I want to give out. Please. Uh, offense, I just give it James Conner. And uh, on defense, I go ahead and go with Hilton. I think he's playing outstanding football yesterday. Very good. Yeah, Mike Hilton is the best uh, uh, slot DB in the league. You know, when watching him back, and again, he almost looked like he was playing center field back there. But when he closed over the top, was it Randall Cobb or right. was it Kenny it was Still? I can't remember who it was. It was to Randall Cobb. Okay. They were throwing the ball to Randall Cobb, and he just undercut that route and what a beautiful timely badly needed interception that was hey do y'all have any uh any concerns about steven nelson i see they've been picking with him the last couple of weeks and he, he, he's been getting beat any concerns about his game his way he's playing no i don't have any concerns I'm about Steve. Concerned. sometimes you know you you run into a little bit of a rut he was in position he just did not see the ball or didn't get his head around enough yeah. to make the play he was yeah. believe yeah. you me he was in position though all right. Hey, guys, I appreciate it, man. Keep doing what y'all doing. Have a blessed day. All right. Thank you so much, right, my Greg. friend. Thank All you. right. Uh, you know, uh, the Steve Nelson is seldom out of position. No. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. adjustments and, and more than anything I, I like the group's ability to adjust and to communicate in the midst of it there wasn't a lot of blink in the group they absorbed the necessary adjustments and sometimes that's necessary people are going to have good plans uh, they work too 
Um, and, and so we had to do some adjusting. And, and really, I just kudos to the coaches and those guys for, for communicating and, 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 and not blinking in the midst of some of those things that has to transpire when those things happen. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So kudos to Mike Tomlin. Kudos to Tom Bradley. Kudos to Terrell Austin. Kudos to Jerry Osaski. Kudos, uh, you know, the kudos, kudos, Carl kudos. Dunbar. Yeah, Carl Dunbar. and Butts. And uh, Buttsy. Uh, you know, I wish everybody could see, though. You and Jacob are rocking out this morning. Right. Jacob's on the air drums. Yeah. You're playing air guitar. And I know you're jamming because you only play you only play the lead guitar, all right, when, when you're I'm really jamming. rocking. Yeah, no, when yeah. you're really rocking. When you're just jamming, you're, you're on the bass. He's yeah. very cool. And he's John Enwistle on the I, bass. I, I wanted to play the bass. <laughs> But Jacob was going at it, man. He was he was slamming the the, the drums and the the hi hat and everything else going yeah. on there. So you know, one of the things that uh, the Steelers are doing this year is making adjustments at halftime, right? And they're and and they're successful because they've dominated the second half. They have uh, what, the Giants game, uh, Denver game, and uh, Houston Texans game. And that's why I would give one of my game balls I give to Stefan Tuitt. Yeah. You know, Stefan went out there, and uh, he just rocked it at that one point, starting around the second half. I got to tell you, I was really, really impressed because he, he, had, a, he had a sack. He had four quarterback hits. Um, he had, I don't know how many tackles, four tackles, I believe it was. Um, you know, it was just really impressive. He just got everybody's motor running. Look, the one thing right. about the, the going on there – you got nothing going on in the stance, all right? Wow. There's no excitement. No there. energy. There's no energy. But uh, they, they they played music loud. A little yeah. bit louder. But they, they, but they didn't play renegade. No, they didn't because it doesn't work. It just doesn't work without without uh, the crowd. You know, I thought it worked. <laughs> You're the only person I've talked to that says it worked. I want to. I want to hear renegade. You want it every because quarter. Because I'm a big Sticks fan. <laughs> Because so, they're from Chicago. Oh, yeah. So I'm laughing. Rosemont. Yes. You got stuff onto it, goes out there. And it was like just before half, somewhere in there, he just slammed Deshaun Watson. It was like an earthquake of a shot. Yeah. Up. But he got up, and he started with the screaming, yelling at the guys, and things started to change right, right around then. He got his groove on. And you needed that energy. We talk about energy bringers. You've got to bring energy. you got to have somebody out there that says, hey, all right, if it's a little bit down here, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it big. And you guys got to start falling in line. And that's what Stefan did. He got everybody cranked. Yeah, Stefan uh, got everybody cranked, as you said. and uh, But he was uh, dominant yesterday. He was. And he we needed him to yeah, be dominant. We needed him. Look, here's the We thing. need him to be dominant the whole, whole season, and we need him to healthy. be healthy. <laughs> right. Think about this. Cam Hayward's going to draw the double team more right. times than not. All right? So somebody's got to be winning the one-on-ones. Right. You got a one-on-one matchup. You got to win that, baby. And it's up to Stefan to really start coming through and be that dominant player. You know he can be. This guy is a big-ticket item contract-wise. He's capable of it. Yeah. He's got oozy. He oozes athletic potential. Yeah. Okay? Now you got to deliver, and he is delivering. And uh, you know what? i, I got to mention Vince Williams. 
<laughs> Vinny Williams swam uh, Dave Buchanan and got the sack. You know what? He was. I have to say this though. He had uh, Deshaun Watson by the ankle. Yeah, it was a little bit slower. You know, he he had the fastest sack in the league. Was it the first week against the Giants? Yeah, he did it in two point two six seconds. From snap to... And now, now he had a slow sack. Yeah, it was a slow sack. Yes, exactly so. He brought him down. That was easily a, a, a five-second uh, uh, sack. So, right. Anyhow, he slowed down a little bit. But Vinny, again, uh, he really... That was a nice swim, man. Swim yeah. over the guy and... Vinny is home. a great blitzer. He just has that knack. Yeah. You know, however he times the, the snap or he... He uh, is figuring out some of the blocking combos and, you know, uh, listening to the calls, and he knows when to hit it. You know, and, and Mike uh, Mike Hilton also knows when to hit it. Oh, he does. But, you know, he led the team in sackles, tackles with seven. Uh, you know, and he, he just and he had a pick. Uh, a timely pick a, that a timely sealed pick. Yeah. things up, basically. Yeah. Um, Mike, to me, like I said, he's making an early big – a bid to be a, a maybe the defensive MVP early on in the season, you know certainly in the first three weeks he is. Uh, that's one of the guys you point to and say this guy is playing some top notch football. You know what I I love uh, the Steelers uh, are gang tackling. Yes. Yeah, they're they're you know the, someone's leading the uh, tackles with Mike Hilton, but Minka Fitzpatrick's got five, T.J. Watt's got four, Terrell Edmonds got four. Uh, Stefan Tuitt's got four. Devin Bush has got four. They're 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 gang tackling. They're all tackling to get in their hand in the pile, as Mike Tomlin says. And you love that because that's the way defense is supposed to be played. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to play high voltage defense, you better have a have a lot of people that are putting their hands into that proverbial pile. pile. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go to the phones. Speaking of uh, putting your hand in the proverbial pile. Let's go to Joe in Los Angeles. Joe, welcome to the locker room. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good, Good. Joe. How are you? Um, you know, seen better times. I can't complain. <clears throat> the team is winning, and that helps a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. It's, uh really do appreciate the both of you. I remember when you guys played. So I've been a fan for that long out in L.A. Wow, you got a good memory. <laughs> oh man, you got a big, you got a good memory. Yeah, you know, you, you were talking about the, the team, and I think what I'm enjoying is it, we're seeing uh, contributions by different players. It appears almost every game. Right. You know, but I think going back to what you already commented on, coaching was incredible in the second half, and it was very obvious that there were some major adjustments. And it's good to see our running game going. Now, that seems to open everything out. Yeah. So, keep it going. Let's keep it going. I wanted to share a, a funny story, and it's a good thing she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> My girlfriend is a Broncos fan. Ooh. And a few weeks ago, started making noise about, you know, how we were going to lose to the Broncos. <laughs> and I tried to save her from herself. Okay, she wanted to bet. So, the bet was one has to wear the other's jersey. So, you know, Von Miller goes down. The game doesn't go her way. Yesterday morning before the game, I made sure we went for a walk and I had to wear a Connor jersey out in public. <laughs> All right. Uh, the saver. Right. Although, you know, be wise. You never, you know, don't don't dig it, drive it in too deep. You know what I mean? That's your nail. I, I, <laughs> I told her she didn't have to do it. She insisted. So. Very good. Well, she's a good sport and she lives up to her, her word. 
much. So, well, gentlemen, uh, I appreciate the time. It's been great listening to you guys over the years. I love the insight. And uh, you know, keep the good work going. All right, Joe, thank you. Thank you, brother. Stay safe out God there. God bless you, Joe. Doing well. Yeah. God bless the both of you. Thank yeah. you very much. All right, God All right. bless, man. All right, uh, uh, let's go to Dano in Florida. Dano, welcome to the locker room. Gentlemen, there's no need to ask you how you're doing after now that we're 3-0. and <laughs> True word. But um, just wanted to um, tell you guys uh, that the my choices for the game ball are going to, uh, for the offense, would be for uh, James Conner. Mm. Yeah. Because he, just, he, played a, he played an outstanding game. He did, indeed. He really did. And also, uh, game ball... I'd like to give to uh, the entire defensive unit. Yeah. Uh, because that second half, wow. What a I difference, mean, they, huh? Oh, my goodness. Night and day. Night and day. But also, if you don't mind, I'd like to give a third game ball. And I'd like to give that one to the uh, strength and conditioning uh, gentlemen and also for the athletic trainers. I mean, I think – with all the injuries that are going on in the league right now, I think that they're doing a phenomenal job. George Guimont and Marcel Pastor and Marcel Pastor and John Norwig. And the crew. Yeah. He's got a crew in there. Yeah. I think that they've, they've for these three weeks, I think with all the injuries that are going on in the league, I just think that they're doing a phenomenal job keeping the players on the field. Yesterday, we lost another guy uh, via ACL. Were you done in the I, league know, or? Okay. Yeah. Who? I, 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 I forget. Okay. You know, and, and Go ahead. I just looked it up and it escapes me as well. So I cannot remember who it was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the list. Oh, no, it was uh, Tyreek Hill from Tyreek Hill, yeah, yeah. yeah. From from, uh, Kansas City. Good get. Doggone, that's a victory, baby. That's a victory. (laughs) (laughs) Remember anything like that? Hey, you know what? One of the synapses just fired. Your brain worked. Because I was looking at you like dumbfounded. I was thinking of Steeler. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Boy, oh, boy. That's a a real loss for Kansas City, I'll tell you. Yeah, that's. That's a, that's definitely a blow for that team right now. Man, but, I remember uh, I remember seeing him in uh, out in one of the was, training was it practices. Tyree Kill or it was, was it Tyree the Bear? Kill. Oh, Chicago oh, Bear. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's like Tyree Kill. Yeah, Cohen. Yeah. Uh, Cohen. Yeah. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. thank goodness. I see here. I, I'm celebrating. I I screwed up. Yeah. Don't you save me? Yeah. All right. It's the it's Cohen. the Cohen kid from from the Bears. Another speedster. Yeah. Wow. Well, here I'm thinking, well, we're safe. You know, maybe that's one less in the Kansas City quiver. And uh, Chalooch pulls me out of my fanny out of the fire, which is a big fanny. And uh, Nick Foles. uh, uh, He did well. He did well. Yeah, came on, took in place of Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Give him a little uh, Geno's East pizza, baby. Yeah, yeah. But but, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to give that extra ball to those guys. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. It's your choice. You know? But anyway, um, any, uh, on a personal note, uh, I got a chance to read that, uh, their life's workbook. Oh yeah. Uh, and I tell you what, um, I truly believe that, uh, Chuck Noll will be proud of both of you. Cause oh. I really think that you both are doing, doing phenomenal job, not just on the radio, but in your community. 
So well, you're I very kind. Very it's very humbling. And Coach Noel was like uh, we've both said he's yeah. a man that changed the trajectory of yeah. both touches in my life. Uh, he's a great man. Yeah, thank you, know? you Dano. Thank you, brother. But, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, on a final note, I'd like to uh, correct that gentleman uh, if I, if he doesn't mind, and if he does, my name is Nathaniel from Los Angeles. <laughs> Nathaniel from <laughs> but, Los Angeles. Uh, we got gotcha. you. Yeah. But yeah. he. Um, but um, the uh, Steelers changed their name in 1939, whenever uh, Mr. Rooney had a name the team contest. Oh, really? And yeah. yes, because they used to be called the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right. They started off with the Pirates. In 1939, they decided to uh, do a uh, name the team. Oh, well, they and, got the, uh, the name Steelers. Now, could it have been from the Feral Steelers? You it, know? It, it could have been. I mean, I, I'm, that part, I do not know. I do know that a, a gentleman that, was, uh, that worked in, a, in the local steel mill won the contest. Okay. Well, and, thank uh, you very much. So, but... Uh, I'm going to let uh, other callers call in. It was great talking to you guys. Thank you, and Nathaniel. You Dano. <laughs> Dano. But, Is it Dano uh, yeah, or Nathaniel? Dano. What's the no, Nathaniel? It's Dano in well, Florida. It, oh, I'm yeah, totally Dano confused now. It, but, but it's Nathaniel from Los Angeles in case somebody, uh, that gentleman got offended by me correcting him. All right, all right. Now <laughs> I got it straight. All right, you so got it? Okay. I got the wrong guy from Tyreek Hill to the Cohen kid in, in Chicago, and I got Nathaniel and Daniel, uh, Dano mixed okay, up. Okay, so I'm doing really I'm good. Sorry about that. Sorry, Wolf. Uh, stay away from the decaf. Though. All yeah, right. I, I need a so, little decaf. I need a little <laughs> caffeine. So you guys take care. Thank you, brother. All right, Dano. All right. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. Uh Cohen uh, was the guy. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, for, yeah. I, for whatever reason, it just flashed that it was one of those fast guys. Yeah. And Tyreek Hill was the first name that I, I, I thought right. of there, but because I was I was stumped. I thought you were talking about a Steeler. I'm like, yeah. I don't remember yeah. that. Well, all right. There's a lot of things I don't remember. We're gonna take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. play man-to-man -man versus this guy on possession downs he could run for 100 yards himself one year and so we just thought with guys having vision to break it could help the rush if he was able to escape and it benefited us some today but that's just the method that we chose today um, he's got special talents he presents unique challenges and so we did what we had to do to win the game
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. When you play zone, as Mike Tomlin uh, talked about, everybody's got their eyes on the quarterback. When you play man, uh, he uh, Deshaun Watson could have had 125 yards, uh, as uh, Mike Tomlin talked about. Uh, but you have to have a spy on him. Uh, but uh, I thought the Steelers did a great job. You know, they gave up a lot of – they gave up some passes. But, uh, you know, I, I just thought, thought that they, they would uh, – it was great. Uh, 264 yards uh, uh, passing to Deshaun Watson, and he's got a one, 110.7 QBR. But uh, – but uh, just two TDs and one pick. And that was a devastating pick. Yeah. Mike Hilton at the appropriate time. Look, right. I thought um, the Steelers did uh, great. They, they, well, in the first half, they didn't do great. Right. I mean, you're talking 14 of 18, 202 yards. That's a lot of right. throwing, uh, you know. Uh, but the fact is, uh, they kept them in the pocket. Yeah. What I was shocked, I was really shocked, was no waggles, no bootlegs, basically. Right. Um, very little screens. I was really surprised. Sprint, sprint work. Yes. I mean, there just wasn't any of that stuff going on. Right. What about the tight ends? The zipper motion they'd been using yeah. with tight ends back and forth. And yeah. Well, I mean, I got to tell you something. Um, Jordan Akins and and Darren Fels, uh, they, don't, they, they don't bring lumber when they wham. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's uh, – I, I was less than impressed with their, you know, hard-hitting. Darren Fels is – Bigger than Jordan Akins. Yeah, but I mean, still, they, neither one of them, I thought. Yeah. I thought probably, if anything, Farrell Brown might yeah. have been the most physical. Yeah, of course, I, I love the name Farrell you Brown. You know, I, I thought that they, they were going to run more boots. Uh, you know, when uh, the uh, uh, Houston Texans run boots, they always have a tight end out in the flat. Right. Uh, and I thought they were going to run more. Well, it looked of that. like they did multi-level. You know, yeah. like, like two guys stacked towards the sidelines. They were constantly moving Deshaun Watson towards you know right. uh, the pocket. I mean, various launch points. Um, I thought that they would continue to do it, but they didn't seem to do it. Yeah, he, they, they just do... dropped him back, and he was killing the Steelers in the first half with right. the zone coverages yeah. that they were employing. He was finding people sitting down in the windows. And, but 62 yards in the second half. And that's the big significant difference. Yeah. They yeah. really did a great job of uh, coming along and, and shutting the water off on Houston. Right. Part of it had to do with the offense getting the job done, right. like I said, in the fourth quarter and being able to take those drives. That was 13 plays, and so he got 25-play drives that ate up, right. uh, what, uh, 13 minutes or so or yeah. 12 minutes? Yeah. So, anyhow, good stuff by the Steelers, and uh, now we got Tennessee coming up. All right, let's go to the phones. Charles in Chicago. Charles, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. Uh, once again, happy Victory Monday, I guess, for right now. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh, 3-0. I will say this. Uh, as far as regards to the season, I know there's uh, quite a few people. It's kind of split. Oh, I have to say some people are looking as like no preseason as a result of like some of the flaws there to be expected starting off. I mean, but I hear Mike Tomlin too, and the way he's trained these guys for the virtual training, the hands-off training, whatever. I mean, if he's going to be a guy who's not willing to use those excuses, which I respect, yeah, uh, I'm pretty much on that ship with him. 
Well, I want to ask you real quickly uh, before I get into this. Do you think the Steelers right now, this group, do you think they're a little bit being too blitz-happy to start off the season? Because the reason why I say this, I know one of the things that's been highlighted throughout the offseason back in May and stuff was that they got a chance to be a team in franchise history to do four years of 50 sacks or more. And granted, this is a new version of Blitzburg doing well in that department, leading the league in that. But as a result, what I think is happening, because the thing that disappointed me the first two games of the season, the first two out of three, they still gave up 37 points to losing teams from the year before. And I know it's a new season. But, I mean, they're, they got the second most blitz percentage uh, with 41 to 47%. They're 12th in missed tackles. Uh, which is 16 altogether, and they're first in sack percentage. And uh, their red zone defense, which was number one uh, last year, as far as the line points scoring in the red zone, dropped to like a ninth, or dropped to fourth, which is nine of four. I mean, they're four for nine, stopping at 44%. Mm-hmm. So that that's the uh, first point I wanted to ask you. Do you feel like they're going to blitz happy. No, I, I, Charles, I, I, I love blitzing. I love Blitzburg. I love, uh, I love Mike Hilton coming off the slot. I love, uh, uh, Terrell Edmonds coming off the slot. I, I love, uh, Vince Williams coming up the middle. And I, I just don't, I don't think they're getting too blitz happy. But what I'm saying is, I, I don't mind, you know, blitzing after a while. I mean, it does work eventually, but what I'm saying is I kind of tend to feel like they're paying a little bit of a hefty price for that because they're going to be giving up a little bit more points or game burned on certain passes. Uh, that's all I had to say about that part. But one other thing I do want to say about Mike Tomlin, this be it. Um, as far as second half, I know you were talking about how the second half uh, defense does. Well, I actually looked at the uh, finish looking at the substance just at the end of yesterday's game this morning and reviewed it. Mike Tomlin is 24-3-0 with a near 89% win win-loss percentage when shutting out teams in the second half. The last loss I believe he had where he shut out a team in the second half was three years ago to the Chicago Bears in Chicago. So 24-3-0 when shutting out teams in the second half, not allowing any points being scored, being adjusted. Guys, thank you very much. As always, uh, keep doing your thing, man. Glad to still hear you guys uh, covering here on Stereo Nation Radio. And you guys have a blessed, safe rest of your weekend. Uh, hey, 3-0, and we went to the Super Bowl last time. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. 3-0. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not trying to stir anything, but. Just think about that. Go ahead. Start it. Start it, baby. Charles, where do you live in Chicago? Uh, I live like about 96 in Skating. I'm like southeast side. I'm I'm probably like about not even like 10, 12 minutes away from like Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I I lived in Uptown, Rogers Park, and Highland Park. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, let me ask you a question before I let you go. Wasn't your birthday around this time, or is it coming up that they're already passed? I remember three years ago your birthday was around this time. Wasn't yeah, it it's the 23rd. Yeah, we were, we were celebrating the last week or whatever. Right. 
Happy belated. I, I do remember that because when we had that Stereonation uh, rope party here in Chicago the day before the Bears game, I do remember your uh, 60th, I believe, was around that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. but still, still looking good, my man. Thanks, Thanks brother. Later, Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, my butt buddies took me out to uh, Greek Town. There you go. Yeah, Greek Town. Greek Town. No doubt. All right, about it. Uh, we're gonna take a. Uh, no, we're not gonna take a break. Uh, thank you for the call, Charles. Moving right back to, you know, what he's talking about. Uh, to me, the identity of the Steelers has always been part of the high-pressure defense. Right, right. And you got to stay with it. And, you know, you can't you can't get good at being a high-pressure defense if you just do it right every now and then. Yeah. I mean, that is your identity. That's what you try to train for. That's what you're working towards, and that's what you also gear your offense so that you're able to do the things like you did in the fourth quarter with two long drives that eat the clock up. Right, you right. Know, that's still the best way to take and, some and of the ball out of the you know the opposition hands. And when you've got a lead, you've got to cut loose the dogs. Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. So – Anyhow, uh, I look at that and I say, no, nah, keep it coming. Yeah. Keep the high pressure coming. You got the people that can bring it. You got T.J. Watt. You got Bud Dupree. You got Cam Hayward. You got stuff on to it. Those guys, they Vince are the Williams. dogs of war, man. They go. Tyson Alualu. Yeah. Absolutely, and they're doing a great job. So I think the more that you keep up with it, that the greater will be your success rate. Yeah, as you I move agree. Along. I agree. I agree. You know, when you play that style, you you develop that those instincts, those reactions. And those, uh, you know, high-pressure situations that you're bringing it, and they yeah. feed off it. Yeah. I, You know, I, I love the uh, Blitzberg. You know, I love the Blitzberg. It's been, it's been Blitzberg for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, it started with uh, Bill Cower and Dick LeBeau and, uh, uh, you know, the, the, you know, they, they – Blitzed when uh, night. They're great at it. Yeah, yeah. I always love the story of how uh, Dick LeBeau came up with it. You know, when his back in his Detroit days, you know, when uh, Night Train Lane said, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm rush. Gonna I'm, yeah, gonna I'm, I'm rushing. I'm going." And, and LeBeau, take care of me. Dick LeBeau's going. Wait a minute, I got my own guy. You know, I mean, you're just, you're playing man. He's he well, just hang out in between them. Right. <laughs> and that was the, the idea or the first concept of a a, a zone uh, blitz yeah yeah concept so yeah we got any other callers uh we we, okay. we, we don't have we gotta time. go to break yeah we're we gotta uh so one you know one the dick lebeau talked about uh uh the uh, zone zone blitz, blitz right and he experienced it he experienced experienced it he lived it night it train hilarious. lane night Absolutely. train lane said I'm blitzing. Cover me. Yes. Yeah. And the funny part was that, you know, when you when you talked to Dick LeBeau about it afterwards, he said, I was just sitting in the plane thinking about it. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, if you hang out in between the two guys, you know, that you could actually come up with something there. And that was really the genesis of zone fires and zone blitzes. You know, that defense was uh, in, in 92, uh, Cower. Uh, Dick LeBeau, uh, Wayne Capers, uh, no, Wayne Not Capers. Wayne Capers, right? He played with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, Dom Capers. Dom Capers. Dom Capers and, um, 
you know, that those they, are crew people, yeah. high voltage people. Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Yeah. Marvin Lewis. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break and we'll be back. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and we're having trouble with our brains right now. <laughs> huge for us um you know, especially here at home you know, i said in the post game um that there's no fans here but we still want to win at home and we want to win it for the fans and that we know we're watching around the world so uh, you know we, we still have the same mentality that, that when we're at home we we want to win the football game uh, you know so for us to get off to a good start like this is, is really important and it's fun you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Ben was talking about Steelers Nation Unite and Steeler fans all over the world. There's Steeler bars all over the world. There's one in Thailand. There's one in Rome. There's one in Rome, yeah. There's a couple in Rome. Is there a couple yeah, in Rome? Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. of one. I didn't yeah, know of the other. The guy from Rome came uh, here to the um, to the Steelers Super Bowl in 2008. Okay. Yeah. But the one there's one that isn't too far from the Coliseum. I, yeah. uh, you know, I think going to the Coliseum in Rome would be so cool. That's right. the one thing I would love to see. Yeah. You know, I remember when uh, my son Kyle Jacob went there uh, with his bride, and they, uh, I said, you know— I've been in, you know, locker rooms from here to the West Coast. Yeah. I said, uh, you got to take a picture of where the Coliseum. gladiators, no, where the gladiators used to enter the arena. Oh, yeah. And he took a picture and sent it to me. I was like, whoa, whoa. that's cool. Yeah. That was really cool. So uh, Ben was talking about uh, 3-0 and Steelers, and the last time they were 3-0 and was 2010, and they went to the Super Bowl against Green Bay, but they lost the Super Bowl right. uh, in Dallas. Um, but uh, you, you, you... That was... Remember we were in Dallas and Fort Worth? We were staying there, and uh, there was snow Snowstorm. everywhere. And they were putting sand on the road. Yeah. Not only... Texans would put sand on the road. It didn't work. It didn't work at all. You know, because Fort Worth is the underpass slash overpass capital of the world. Right. If you ain't going under something, you're going over something. And they got exits and highways and stuff. And and it was like, it looked like a ski jump when cars were coming down, you know, on like one of those ramps to get on the highway. Yeah. They were sliding all over the place. And when they would go uphill, 
they would get stuck because not nobody had winter tires or nobody was getting you know de-icing the right. roads. It was just a mess. That yeah. was crazy. So anyhow, yeah, we uh, we lost on there. Yeah, that's that was right. Unfortunate. Yeah, so. yeah, it, it was. Uh, it but was, the three and zero start is huge. Yeah, that's right. You know, and his Chuck Noll always used to say, "Winning begets winning." Winning. Yeah. So you know, this is just part of getting your groove on. And I, I, I got to say this though, the one thing that really stood out was um, it wasn't renegade. It was. You know, the touchdown celebrations just aren't quite what they used to be right. without the fans. Yeah. You need the fans in the stands. Yeah, 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 yeah. But know, at uh, some point, I fans. hope they have it. Yeah, they. Uh, I hope they have it. Let's go to the phones. Michael in Pittsburgh. Michael, welcome to the locker room. How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right, brothers. How are you? Good, mm. good. Peace, grace and peace to you in the Lord of our in the name of our Lord. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I wanted to first. I got three quick ones for you. First of all, I wanted to uh, wish Tunch. Um, I've called him before. Um, my brother from another mother. Um, <laughs> I'm the guy that has the exact same birth date, 1957, with Tunch. I was a friend with Terry Long. Um, oh yeah, I, Michael. Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you at the uh, funeral. Exactly, and um, I run into you occasionally at the Man Up. Yeah, and um, of course we didn't get to do that this year. So yeah, I wish you a belated. I tried to get through last week, but it was a little. The, the lines were full. So that's number one. Um, number two, I wanted to get your opinion. You know, um, first of all, I wanted to commend you guys. There was no training camp this year, of course, but um, yeah, you guys talked a lot about Chase Claypool. I guess he would have been your camp phenom if there would have been one i right. couldn't um, have him because he was that that's he's against a second, the race he's a second, second round pick. pick but but yeah, you got to find somebody uh, under yeah. the radar okay under the radar okay well i tell you um, i want to get your opinion on this i was looking at this receiving core and i think um to my recollection um when you talk about um juju claypool washington um, Deontay Johnson um, with the other guys. I think this might be the the one of the nicest receiving cores we've had as far as not only um, guys that can make tough catches, but also guys that can take it all the way. Yeah, the the you know they they're all fast. They're all. Uh, you know, Juju. I, you know, I love uh, Deontay Johnson, James uh, Washington, and Chase Claypool. You know, I, I love those guys. Uh, th- that's a great yeah. uh, group uh, of wide receivers. Here's the thing about yeah. it, too. Uh, Chase presents such a unusual physical matchup problem for a defense back. I mean, you look at that guy, 6'4", 238. You're talking about a tight end quality physique that you're looking at. The fact that he can yeah. smoke a four four or under uh, and a forty inch vertical—I mean, come on, man! I mean, that, that takes a lot of defensive back to be able to get on him and and, and stay with him. And I just—I think this young man is, like I said, we're just getting a glimpse right. of what he's capable right. of. Yeah, well, you've been you've been mentioning the word Megatron, so yeah, well, Mapletron. Mapletron was the better one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Mapletron. I like that. I like that. I like that. And the last thing I wanted to hit on, uh, this is a little bit off the beaten path, but um, and I've been wanting to call you guys for a couple years about this. I knew who Sarge was. Oh, <laughs> you knew Sarge, you knew William Sarge. Lindsay Edwards the Third. So yeah. 
Yes, yeah, so check it out. It's the craziest thing because when you guys first started mentioning it, it reminded me of back years ago whenever I heard that, you know, he was working out with some of the Steelers. Right. So I'm a disciple of PA, PKA, Pennsylvania Karate. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Um, Beautiful. Back in the back in the back in the late seventies and 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 in the early eighties. I mean, back in those times with the point fighting and all that. Yes. So my one of my best friends growing up, a guy named Gary Pickett, um, was was in was one of his trainers was was Sarge William Edwards, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and the beauty of um, that t- period of time was that you know this was you know. Bruce Lee had kind of brought a lot of guys into, you know, wanting to be, you know. <laughs> well, the, the interesting thing was, you know, um, uh, Larry Hartzell and the group out there, you yeah. know, they, they were training with um, the Dallas Cowboys and actually Bob Ward, who was the strength coach from the Cowboys, and they were actually, um, you know, Dan Anasano was was uh, working yeah. with them guys, and it started to branch into the NFL. And so Sarge actually brought it to Pittsburgh, and, you know, we just hooked up with him. And it was just – and that's, we loved him. He was a great guy, and he loved Jesus. Yeah, he and he, he got beautiful. saved before he died. Yeah. Amen. That's a beautiful thing. It's yep. funny that you would mention that because there's a picture that I, I haven't been able to find recently. an old picture, but it is Larry Hartzell. Um, Danny and Anastanos and the guys from out there with Sarge in the picture, you know. Absolutely. And, um, and the the thing is that I always tell people because you know there's this thing and and you know Wolf with you having your your gym and touch with you training, the majority of people think that um, fighting comes down to how big a guy is or how strong a guy right. is. Um, not many people get to know or get to really witness that super super high level. Um, fighter that just has those those qualities supernatural things that you only think people think that's only in the movies yeah <laughs> no Sarge was, Sarge was one of those guys. Yes, he yeah, was. Sarge, you know, when, when we we when we first trained with Sarge, uh, you know, Sarge said, you you football players hit like girls. And and Wolf so so show me how you hit. And and uh, That was my first bad move. And uh, and and uh Sarge jammed him in the chest. He punched me in the a, chest and I slammed and, into the wall. And he almost uh, went through the uh, wall. I said, do that again, and you're going to make me destroy your wall. And, and, and he said, don't make me make you kill me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But for wow. people who are listening that you would understand, Dan Asano and Larry Hartzell were first-generation training uh, students yes. with Bruce Lee. Right. And that's he, something significant, there, yeah. yes. It is very significant, you know, and, it, and it's an amazing thing. And most people... Um, there's another guy from, from this area, actually he was from Erie, that was back when we were doing the point fighting, he was in. And so he came up with this thing, and everybody knows it now, called Tybo. Yes. And Billy think, um, Superfoot. Right. Yeah, Billy Blanks, Billy yes. Blanks. Billy. And I remember people watching that and said, oh, that guy, he's just, he, he don't really know how to fight. And I used to tell people, I said, Oh no, he's the real deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly so. <laughs> yeah, so I just always wanted to talk to you guys about that because whenever people hear about um, Sarge and his right. stories, and to 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 be a person that actually saw him in action and 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 knew who he was, yeah. So I just wanted to touch on that. Hey guys, keep up the good work. Thank you, brother. All right, um, thanks, Michael. Love you both, and um, praise the Lord for.
Love, love you. you. Love you too, love man. You, bro. God Take bless care. you. All right. All right. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Jason in New Hampshire. Hey, how are you guys? How are you? Doing well. New How's Hampshire? the maple? <laughs> How's the, how's the, <laughs> the maple syrup up there? New <laughs> yeah, you blew it. Come on. Um, I know, I know. Uh, okay, so real quick, because there's a lot of things I didn't get to call in last week. Uh, happy belated birthday, Tunch. Thank you. Um, one, uh, I was going to give Mike Hilton my uh, defensive game ball last week. Um, it's kind of fitting that he had a real good game last week and this week. But I'm giving my defensive ball this week to TJ because he won the Watt Bowl. Oh, yeah. And, um, I like that. You know. Yeah, he definitely won the Watt Bowl, if you ask me. No I mean, doubt. Derek got his licks in, too, and so did J.J., but T.J. won it. Um, I, I just wanted to echo, and well, I don't know if anybody has said this, but um, the teams of the 90s, like, I grew up younger watching you guys. I was younger, but I was started becoming a young adult in the teams of the 90s. And there was reached a point where every week there was there was an argument to be made that we could win every game. And there was no point in those games that you really felt like you couldn't win, even though we would end up losing some of them. Yesterday, I realized that after a three years or so of not feeling that way, I actually felt that way yesterday. It didn't matter what was happening in the first half. I felt like they would get everything together, and like it just feels good to be a Steeler fan right now, and I just want to give a shout-out to all y'all. Well, I think it's great. Appreciate that, and again, Based on what I've seen thus far, one of the things I love so much is this team is learning to do whatever it takes. And whatever it takes came – remember when they had, what, a first, second down at the goal line? Yeah. And they had a penalty, came back, and Ben throws that, that nice uh, fade route to Ebron. Yeah. That's doing Ebron, whatever it yeah. takes. Yeah. So they got to keep learning, got to keep winning, and got to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. And something that people have been saying up here, of course, I live in New England, so, I mean, you got these New England fans up here. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but they, they, oh, well, that was an ugly win. Oh, well, that was an ugly How many times in the last couple of years, few years, have we looked at those ugly games? And they were losses, every single one of them. None of them were wins. You know, and we're really we're coming up with ways like I'm excited to see what's going to happen when we face the really upper echelon teams. And I think we can hold our own with anybody. Thank you very much, brother. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jason. Thanks guys. Have a good one. All right. Let us know when the maple syrup hits. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we are coming to a conclusion today, my friend. And again, uh, that was a great win yesterday. Right. I thought it was a great job in the second half because that first half was a little tenuous, but the defensive work, the adjustments they did, and again, you know, Big Ben came through big time. Yeah. So, yeah, excellent. Three and zero. We want to thank everybody for joining us today. Appreciate it. Uh, we know that there's a lot of choices out there, but uh, you know what? Yeah. Thank you for coming in the locker room. Uh, and Chalut, you're looking good, but God bless you guys. Uh, thank you for uh, listening. All right, we're out of here. <laughs>